If you have your Bibles, open them up to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3, the Lord was very specific about what to say, and you will be glad to know it's not long. It is very brief, but it is, it is a word. Uh, my wife and I lost our 27-year-old daughter to uh, cancer. She was the worship pastor at our church in North Carolina, uh, fought valiantly for four years. We prayed, believed, stood on every scripture verse you can imagine. Our whole church did. And yet the Lord did not heal her. And I talk about it in this book. I think they have a slide up. We didn't bring uh, the books, but I just thought I would mention it. I actually felt impressed to mention it. If you've gone through a premature uh, loss of someone that shouldn't have died, but they died, you've gone through some kind of uh, tragedy. The truth is suffering has come to every kitchen table in America now. Uh, This book walks through the why. I do ask the why question. I go deep into it, but I promise you this book restores hope. I get literally a letter or an email every day from somebody who read it that says God restored their faith through this. So faith isn't what you need to get what you want. Faith is what you have to have when you don't get what you want. And so I talk about that in the book of how to have a mature faith after you've suffered a great loss. 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now in those days, uh, messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. So verse 1 again, meanwhile, the boy Samuel, meanwhile. So Samuel was much younger than any of our graduates here and those that are going to be graduating coming out of Evangel. And the boy served the Lord, the scripture says, says he served the Lord by assisting Eli. Every graduate early in their career is going to have to assist somebody else with what they're doing, whatever their assignment is. And I just want to show you that sometimes you're called to play that role, to assist the work of the Lord by serving someone that the Lord has put in charge. And it's uh, this uh, case where uh, Samuel was um, uh, hearing the voice of the Lord but didn't know that he was. And I, I want to I show you this, that uh, in this case, he was actually um, cleaning up. He was like a, an environmental uh, worker, like a, uh, a janitor in some ways. He was cleaning up the wax or the, taking care of the table of showbread here in the tabernacle. It was very unglamorous work, but Samuel had dedicated his heart to do it. And uh, the boy Samuel, though, uh, had something on him. And I can feel that something when I think about Generation Z, when I think about these students. The reality is these students are not a problem to be solved. The students uh, in your school, they are not a problem to be solved. They are actually God's answer to what he's going to do next in the earth. This Gen Z, they do not feel entitled. They're willing to sacrifice themselves for the things that God cares about. And that was what the boy Samuel, that was a characteristic of him. He served the Lord, right? First things first. He served the Lord by being obedient to Eli. God's solution for us is here, and it's in this next generation. And I want to talk to you a moment about that. And the Lord was very clear about what he wanted me to say. The scripture says, now in those days, now in those days, the narrator here, it's the same narrator that gave us the story of David and Goliath in chapter 18. He's retelling the story of the days when Samuel was very young. He's establishing the fact that here, 
that the Lord Yahweh was king of Israel and that Samuel was his servant even as a boy. And in this case, nobody was watching. Nobody was watching Samuel. Nobody thought Samuel would be anything. Nobody thought that this hand of the Lord was on him, much less that for more than 40 years he would be the voice of the Lord to Israel. You know what it says? Uh, it says messages from the Lord were very rare. Not just rare, very rare. There is a difference. You go to the steakhouse this afternoon, have somebody order very rare, and have somebody order rare, and you'll see the difference. So it's very rare. In other words, the, the word of the Lord, people catch, it was drying up, but not for Samuel. Samuel was hearing the voice of the Lord, and the writer, uh, writer or the narrator here wants to tell us that while Samuel had no official authority, he could hear the voice of the Lord. If you will listen to these kids that are in your school, and even the kids that are in children's church today, you will hear the voice of the Lord coming through them, as sometimes it'll give you chills when you really think about it. Because they may not even know exactly what they're saying, and you'll say, I, I think the Lord just spoke through that kid. It come, it's, an, it's an amazing thing to watch. The writer is validating, if you will. We call it valorizing. You can look up the word. We are the Evangel University Valor. And valorizing is this word which just means to validate. It's where you get the word valedictorian from. It's to validate. And I'm prophesying not only to these students that are here, but to you who have children in your house and in the house of the Lord. Your students will grow up to validate the voice and the hearing of the Lord's Spirit, and there will be a move of God coming through this next generation, the likes of which we've only dreamed about and prayed for. And the Lord wanted me to remind you this morning that, and I don't even know all, I don't even know your story, okay? Here's what I know, that the Lord told me for you to get deeply engaged in advancing the school for the Lord's spirit was being poured out upon your school. And as I began to pray into that, I began to sense a strong anointing. And so I, I thought, well, that's an unusual message for the Lord to say to me. And here's the couple of things, and I'm done. The Lord said, number one, never overlook the young. Never overlook the young. Those that are assisting you in what you do, even stay-at-home parents, whether you're a mom or dad, those children are very, very, very important to the Lord. And uh, the second thing the Lord told me to tell you is live like somebody's watching. Live like somebody is watching. They, they not only are watching you, but the Lord is watching. The Lord cares very much about the young. You can see it in his interaction with Samuel, even in this one verse. And then this came so strongly to me, I didn't run this by pastor and get his permission. So I'm you may never see me again here, but I love you. But here it is. This is what the Lord said, Pastor. The Lord said, give faithfully and sacrificially to this church starting now. You may have given strong in the past. You may have given at other times or seasons. But God is doing something in this house that I can't even describe to you. I, I only caught a glimpse of it when I was praying about this service. And I'm literally done. The chorale are coming back to sing the final song. And what I would say to you is that the Spirit of the Lord 
is strong on this house. You need to appreciate what God is doing among you. This is not happening all across the country. You are unique. There's a spirit of praise, a spirit of freedom, a spirit of worship, and this generation will be drawn into this house for that very reason and more, and God is going to raise up your young people in ways in which you can't imagine. The word of the Lord to us and the answers that we need in the future and the answers that the world needs in the future are going to come through the kids coming out of this house. I know it. The Lord has spoken this morning, and I am uh, thrilled to be here and be a part of this, and I want you to close your eyes for a moment and let me pray over you. Lord, I've obeyed you this morning. I've done exactly what you told me to do, what you told me to say, and I pray in the name of Jesus that there would come such a confirmation of the word in people's hearts that great energy and strength would come into their bodies, into their minds. I pray freedom into every household that's listening that is here, whether online or in this room today. I pray, God, that young people would get into the center of our view, that we would see your hand upon them. And we say, oh God, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength today, give me Jesus.